Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rank. The score after two periods of play, UMass Bowl 3, Merrimack And joining us in the second intermission here, Ben Parker. He's the director of the media at Merrimack. And uh, Ben, in, in your first year in that position, I think that's a new position here too as well. Is, is that right? Yeah, so um, it's a fellowship that I'm actually doing. So as I'm working for the athletic department, I'm also working toward getting my master's degree in higher education. And, um, you know, it's been it's been a blast. Now you came, to, you went to school where? At Emerson College? to do this? That's right. I graduated undergrad from Emerson in broadcast journalism. So, director of new media, uh, tell us, first of all, I guess, how you found out about the opportunity and uh, what, what's involved with doing it. Well, it's interesting. I was actually working at UMass Lowell last year in doing a similar role there, and, um, you know, towards the end of my contract there, I started looking around, and I actually applied for a different job here at Merrimack, didn't get it, and then uh, Chris Aliano asked me if I'd be interested in doing this job, and, you know, I just jumped at the opportunity to further my education while also working in the field. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. It's a cool position because I get to do, you know, a few different things. Uh, get to kind of get my feet wet in a bunch of different areas, and, uh, you know, I enjoy all of it. So, director of new media. So, you're involved with, among other things, the, uh, the venture to really expand the, the, the online broadcast, video broadcast for, for Mer- Merrimack, sorry, Merrimack Athletics Home Sports and Events in particular. Tell us about what you're doing with that. Yeah, we launched this year. It's called MerrimackAthletics.tv, and a lot of you, hopefully, are listening to this interview on that stage right now as well as uh, the audio station but um, basically what our goal was was to pair with Pack Network and really expose the sports that don't typically get the same exposure. Obviously everyone knows Merrimack Hockey but we wanted to try to give that similar exposure to some of the other teams around campus and uh, we were able to do that. We covered all the home volleyball, field hockey, men's and women's soccer. Uh, we'll be doing men's and women's lacrosse as well. It's been great and it also gives an opportunity. I have a large student staff that works under me um, so I've been able to give them opportunities to get on air and you know do what you guys are doing up here, calling games and it's, it's great to see the growth that they've gone through just from the beginning of the year till now. It, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a rewarding, a rewarding experience. Well, what's a typical broadcast like then? Uh, first of all, uh, what, what involvement do you have with the hockey broadcast too and then with the other broadcasts that you're doing? Uh, what are you using in terms of cameras and production equipment and, and uh, announcers and so on? Yeah, so for in hockey it's a little different. In hockey I'm just involved with the, the graphic side of things. So anything that the fans will be seeing up on the graphics board during the game is what I'm overseeing. During you know all of our other uh, sports, right now we're, we're doing a lot of basketball. So during basketball right now we have a, it, it's a two camera it's a two camera setup. One of them is fixed on the scoreboard, so it's really just clocking right now. So we use one HD camera that follows the action. We typically have two broadcasters. We have a play by play broadcast and color commentator, and um, and also a director who goes ahead and brings up our graphics, changes the score, it, uh, basically makes sure that everything's running smoothly. So. An ideal broadcast, I really don't have to do much. Just kind of, just kind of oversee everybody and make sure things are going well. And, and, you know, the students have been doing an absolutely fantastic job. Um, you know, I'll fill in and do some play-by-play every now and then, too. And now, the broadcasts, they're in HD, too, right? Yeah, absolutely, yep. Everything's in HD. And we edit highlights after every game. Um, maybe an hour tops after the game, there'll be a minute and a half to two-minute edited highlight up on our, um, our website as well as our YouTube channel. How long does it take to do that? I mean, you've got the footage from an entire game. Game, but you must be indexing it throughout the game, right, for the, the, the events or the parts of the game that you probably want to use in the highlights. 
Yeah, that's, it took a little while to kind of learn how to make that, make that as, as quick as possible. And, you know, not just for the editor's sake, but also for the viewer's sake who want to go back and watch rewatch the game in a two-minute two version. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. You know, if I'm watching men's basketball and Solano throws down, I'll write down the time code, and then I'll easily be able to find it after the game. And uh, in terms of the announcers, you talked about that it's been fun to watch them come along. Uh, what was the process involved in getting, I mean, they, are they all students, and, and, and how did you get them, how did you land the broadcasters for the events, and, and what kind of work did you do with them to prepare them, and uh, tell you must have some interesting stories through all of the events you've covered so far. Yeah, well it's been a little bit of a mixed bag, and I think we're still trying to find out what the best way to go about doing this is, so it's been kind of a, a mix of students and independent professionals that we'll pay to come in and do games. A lot of the football games we'd have outside uh, broadcasters come in and we'd pay them to do the games, but you know, the, student, the students really get a lot out of it, because they're also getting paid, you know, it's a student job, and that, that was one, one big thing for me is I was like, if I can find this pocket of students who are interested in sports and interested in being on air, and kind of let them know like, hey, you can get paid to come and call these basketball games. And, and I found that pocket, and they really, really enjoy it. And, you know, there's there's some uh, some of them that get it quicker than others. A few of them need a little nudging. I say, you know, color commentary isn't just sitting there and nodding your head. Nobody can hear that. So, uh, it, it took a little while, but they're all getting up to speed now, and the ones that really enjoy it are always signing up to do, do more and more games. So, my basketball schedule is already completely packed. Now I got to go to try to make it even fair for everybody. Do you find that there are other student athletes that are becoming broadcasters for some of these games? And uh, I remember last year, in, in particular, for example, Sean Robertson from the, the hockey team, Quinn Gould. They were doing the men's lacrosse games in the spring, right? And uh, very entertaining, from what I've heard. Yeah, I had Shane and Quinn up doing a uh, women's soccer game, and that was probably the funniest. Uh, that was probably the funniest broadcast, definitely the funniest broadcast we've done. Those guys are awesome. I mean, they were just really good on air, and uh, they had a lot of fun with it. But yeah, Sean, we, Sean Robertson's dad is a broadcaster, too, so it kind of runs right. in the family. Plus, you have a guy who likes to talk. I guess you're all set. Yeah, that, I mean, they're a perfect combination. Those two have a, you know more chemistry than uh, some professionals out there do, so maybe uh, you know if, if, the, if they're looking for a career after hockey, that might be the direction they could be not nudged into. Um, but yeah, we have, no, other, other than the hockey team, though, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of different student athletes. I've got a, a guy from the baseball team, Ryan Petroni. He's on all the time. He does a great job. And uh, also a couple of girls from cross country that are, are regulars on there as well. So you said you're going to school for higher education for your master's, your undergrads in broadcast journalism from a, an excellent school at Emerson College. What would you like to do after this? You know, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I really enjoy uh, working with um, institutions that I've been working with. Merrimack and UMass Law, I mean, I've been really fortunate to phenomenal hockey programs in the last two schools that I've worked in. So uh, right now I, re I really like what I'm doing. Um, I think maybe eventually try to work my way into a professional sports team. I mean, I'm a huge Boston sports fan, so if I could work for any of, you know, the big four in town, that would be the dream. Tough jobs to get, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, um, I, I really do like what I'm doing right now, and I still haven't found, you know, one specific thing that I like, but in new media right now, especially in Division One sports, is really growing. I mean, everything, as you know, people just like to click the play button and watch it happen instead of read about it now. So, the more that we can expand upon that, and I think you're starting to see that around, you know, not only um, the Hockey East Division One conference, but other 
other, you know, other athletic conferences in the NCAA Division One level. The last question then, as somebody who didn't go to either of these two schools, but now has worked for both of them, you've seen the rivalry from both sides, Merrimack and Lowell. Maybe it's not quite what it used to be back in the Division Two days, or the days when both teams were Division Two in hockey. But there's still something there. Tell us what your thoughts are on. Well, I remember last year, uh, you, when I was working at UMass Lowell, they were on quite the winning streak, and Merrimack halted it. I think it was a one to nothing game, and that's when I was like, wow. I knew that there was some rivalry going in, but when I saw Merrimack come out with that win, uh, that was, you know, that was that was a huge win for them. Um, and so, yeah, I think any time that those two teams face off, I've been telling everyone around here all year, this is the game that I marked off in the calendar as soon as I started. This is the one I wanted. So, it, you know, it's a great rivalry, but not only, you know, with hockey. I remember um, the field hockey rivalry was as fierce as it gets between Messel right. and Merrimack. That was a lot of fun to watch. You know, I, I have a good working relationship with both, you know, with both schools, and uh, I've had great experience at both. Well, Ben, thanks for taking the time to join us. Uh, great work. Keep up the good work. Good luck with everything. We'll hopefully talk to you down the road. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Ben Parker's been with us. He is the director of new media at Merrimack. John and I will be back with more after this. Our score after two is UMass Lowell 3, Merrimack nothing. You're listening to live coverage from Merrimack Hockey.